There we go. Oh. Wow. Here we go. <clears throat> yeah, it's get your shape. notes situated, girl. <laughs> I don't want to be loud. Let me just fold it. To all of our audio listeners who can't hear us, Julie came to my uh, hum- humble abode with a scroll. And I said, what's that? She goes, my notes for the podcast. I couldn't use my phone. So we deadass have a big brown parchment paper. You can probably... For, for audio effect, this is the paper. This is the paper. Crink- crinkle, crinkle. The paper's here. Um, But welcome back to episode five of Yashef. Welcome to Yashef. Welcome to Yashef. <laughs> Um, I'm Rita, and this is... I'm Julie. All right, and yes. we're here with episode five Sheridan. of Yes Chef Sheridan. Yes. Did you pick up why it's called Sheridan? I did. Oh, I did I too. I wrote notes on it. Oh, cute. <laughs> cute, cute, cute. Um, yeah, so we have, episode uh, five is called Sheridan, um, in remembrance of Sydney's, like, failed catering company. Sad. We get a little bit more context with Sydney's background in this episode. This is a big Sydney episode, which yeah. you, if you're a listener of this podcast, you know we eat that shit up. Yep, yep. Which, just like, side note, Ao Adibri, that, that's her, the actress's yep. name, has just been killing it in the game, not even in the bear. She was in theater camp. She's a, I just saw that she was in a film festival movie that's for sure going to get picked up. She's, like, been in all these things, and I'm like... Period. She's doing her thing. She really is doing doing the the thing. thing. Um, So, yeah. Sheridan is um, in remembrance of her failed catering company. So, the episode starts, and it's Sydney waking up, and it's 3.30 in the morning, and she's waking up in, like, panic. Yep. Um, You get, like, PTSD shots of, like, her loan getting denied, like, you know, things going in the kitchen and stuff like that, and then there's, like, a, a little clip of, like... Her, the boxes in her house, and it's, like, Sheridan Catering Company. Yeah, and then so. also in this montage are baby pictures of her. Yeah. And it's really cute. It is. I was like, not the baby Sydney. I'm like, you could tell it's, like, her just, like, actual home like, yeah. photos. Oh, so it was yeah. very, very cute. Oh. But, yeah, so, yeah, you're walking into her waking up in panic and seeing, like, all this, like, anxiety, dread of her trying to start her own business, mm-hmm. which... Yeah, she gets into it later in the episode, but that's, like, the context that we're giving. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, Sheridan Road Catering was the, um, was the uh, company, so. Do you have any (sighs) more notes on that? Um, not really, but just from a culinary kid side of things, like, it it is rough because when we take menu costing and stuff, like, I feel like they're obligated to tell us, like, oh, all, a lot of restaurants, like, fail after the first, like, three years or something like that. Or they don't make it past the first three mm-hmm. years. And it's, like, if you break even and make it past three years, like, that's, like, the time stamp. And, like, okay, you're good and you're actually in it. So, it's just rough knowing that context. Like, obviously, everybody that comes to school, like, almost, almost everybody that comes is, like, oh, I want to open my own restaurant. I want to open my own bakery. I want to do this and that. And it's, mm-hmm. like... How many, number one, how many of us are actually going to make it there? And number two, how many of those are actually going to make it long term? So. Yeah. And even in her, um, like whole spiel, um, she, she goes into it later at the end, but she's like, yeah, it was good. And we grew too fast. And Mm -hmm. I feel like that's a thing that like people don't take into account. Like you have, like you have to say no to things. For sure. Yeah. And because if you don't, 
that happens yeah if you like yeah if you if you don't say no to things if you say yes to everything you're just very overwhelmed and swamped and then you end up with no money like she did so uh no beans no yeah but yeah they do tell you in school they're like just let you know like you know i want to start your own bakery like just work for someone and that was always my mindset going in and then i was like oh i want to make videos of me doing this (laughs) yeah so um and then we start and we're back in the kitchen Mm -hmm. and something i wrote down was the preciseness of um carmy and the cutting of the tape um because yeah um just a little attention to detail. Yes. And it comes into play later, too. And it, it like, comes into play later when he's around. making his, um, bro, um, oh, my God, the male pastry cook's name. Oh, my Marcus. God. Marcus. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. When Marcus is, like, making his own little stamp, like, his own little stickers with yes. his knife at the end, I was like, yeah. he gets it. Mind you, I was never that, like, precise with stickers, but just, like, taping um deli containers mm-hmm. constantly and i then, also just noted the fact that like i mean you said 3 30 in the morning she got up and she's going in carmy's already there carmy's doing his thing and then out of nowhere marcus comes out he's also been there like yeah. they're, they're just there they're they like going, there. And, and it's like it's not like a, oh damn you're here too no it's just like oh these people yeah you're mm-hmm. also here you're also here <laughs> it's crazy yeah and carmy's really trying to teach his skills he's like you know don't mm-hmm. just rip off the tape cut the tape so it looks nice because yeah the more you pay attention to the little details it really does pay off in yeah. the end depending on like um how you want to do that right and they talk uh carmy talks about the plan that she like had given him to mm-hmm. and like it just shows like and they're having a conversation too and he's just like basically calmly and very monotone he's like you're right like i've seen the cogs and like da 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 like the cost of goods and da 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 and they're just talking out all this stuff and she doesn't even take like a i told you so tone it's just like yeah like let's get on this let's go to the next thing yeah we need a new dinner plan we shouldn't be open yeah she i think she said like we shouldn't this episode we shouldn't be open for dinner and lunch or or like i think it was like last last episode, episode. yeah he yeah, didn't yeah. want to hear it then mm-hmm. but this time he's more receptive to it which is great which like, is great it shows he it shows his little growth like little baby steps mm-hmm. so yeah um and then <laughs> as as it's all calm the toilet breaks <laughs> toilet katrina <laughs> um like mind you this round like, we're both re-watching the bear to, like, give this context and, like, talk through it and stuff. But I remember the first time watching it, I, like, audibly gasped and was, like, <laughs> jaw dropped. I don't even know what I would do in that situation. Yeah, I don't know what they... Well, the first, like, we gotta call fact. Also, did I write it down? I looked it up. They say fact's real name. Neil. Neil. Yeah. yeah. Because I was, like, I literally looked up, I was, like, who's Neil? And I was, like... They, they're saying their federal names like all of them because at some point um carmy goes like richie you're, you're gonna stop this or something and he he's like yeah yeah whatever and he goes richard and he goes <laughs> and he turns and he goes carmen i will stop it's like i was just like god because at some point he does say i think he said neil patrick like neil patrick and then his last name yeah is Pac, or something. yeah something like that yeah but i was his name is neil i know that for sure mm-hmm. which i just it's so funny but when they <laughs> fucking richie said max mouth is a shot back <laughs> because or like they were um they were because 
he was like, do you have a plan? They said that to Carmen, and he was just like, yeah, yeah, yeah fax him with a shop vac. And he's like, fax mouth, <laughs> shop vac. And then Sydney being like, oh, my God, Richie, you're so funny. Me. I love that energy. Me I love real. when younger women are like, you're a child. Shut up. <laughs> Shut up. It's actually not funny at all. What you think is actually not <laughs> that at all. <laughs> no, you're like. Not even a joke came out. No. Don't know what you're talking about. Um, but yeah, that the toilet was just very funny, and it's just like another added layer of chaos. And like that's something that you know does happen. Yeah. I don't know to the extreme <laughs> breaking like that. I've never <laughs> seen a toilet break like that before. I mean, if you've seen the episode, that shit exploded in his face. Exploded. Like, exploded. <laughs> Katrina. 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 <laughs> um. And then we're back in the kitchen, and Sydney and her little culinary kid core notebook, mm-hmm. writing down all the facts. I still have my notebook from Redacted, literally writing down yeah. every single thing to do, like, every single way. Mm-hmm. And you can, later in the episode, she's sleeping, wakes up, has the notebook next to her, and writes down an idea. I do that shit, but with the notes app. Like, yeah. I will literally be like, okay, it's time to go to bed, and I turn Or, like, uh, parchment paper. Or, yeah, just like a good <laughs> little, di- yeah. In the middle of the night, I get my, I get my feather. <laughs> my feather, and, and I turn to the There is beloved. I have a new idea for tizzies. Your diary. Uh, <laughs> Coconut <just>. milk. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, but yeah, like, literally, I'll be like, about to fall asleep and if your brain goes there i'm just like notes app da, 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 da. like i i bet if i pulled up my notes right now there would just be some like random random notes with like random things because mm-hmm. it's like maybe during the day somebody asked me about oh i was talking to somebody at coffee exchange about a place in fed hill to go to and she mentioned it and i was like oh i'll take a note of that and i forgot to and then somebody was asking me about it and i forgot about it and then i like randomly woke up and i was like white electric it was called White Electric, and I, like, wrote it down, and then the next day, like, texted the person back, and I was like, it was called White Electric. I don't know why I remember just now, but I did, so. Yep. Sometimes, yeah, shower thoughts and bedtime thoughts are mm-hmm. a good time for um, that. But, yeah, I know, just, like, having that little notebook with you everywhere yeah. Oh, yeah. is very key. Her pride and joy. Her pride and joy, I'm sure. Ugh. But, yeah, they're in the kitchen, and, like, I feel like this is the point when Carmi's, like, showing them how to make... I don't remember what it was, but he was, like, showing them how to make something. And was Chicken like, piccata. Oh, uh, yeah. And he was walking through all the steps and stuff, and, like, at some point, I don't remember his name, uh, but he was like, hey, you're adding some new things into this, and he's just like, trust the process. Trust the process. And, like, at the end, they try it, mm-hmm. and you can see Tina's reaction is like, damn. <laughs> yeah, like, <laughs> like, this is... <laughs> lemon chicken piccata <laughs> like it this was is... like the respect was like going through like mm-hmm. yeah and like i mean he even goes through the process of like deglazing the plant like he mm-hmm. pan like he really goes through like all of the steps yeah um i wonder i'm i'm sure cooking with babish has like a bunch of different things from this show, show oh, specifically I or yeah. i know in the last episode we talked about it too haven't looked up facts actual youtube but i know i know my cousins like watch it and stuff i just haven't had time to um do that but yeah and then um we're in the kitchen and marcus is 
behind on cakes and yes. running around. And what I wrote is that his one his friend being in the kitchen is so funny because like he's yeah. just like in business casual and is reading out of like he's reading culinary science which or like baking science yeah. which I respect the fuck out of because Absolutely. it like I have an associate's of science. Like, it's a science. Like, yeah. you take, especially when you go to culinary school, like, you take enough math class. Like, you do enough math and science, like, that it is a, a yeah. science credit. But, um. I wrote down, Marcus and his roommate are hilarious. And, like, them, like, because basically Chester's reading the book. And then he just stops and he goes, hey, yo, should we start, should we do a bakery? And I was like, that's dead ass something me and my friends would do. <laughs> like, that's um, something we would say. That's absolutely us yes. about this podcast. Oh, my God. <laughs> that roommates should, should we do a podcast and then it was like no you put it on your story and you're like should we do a podcast and then we did it and it's like hey we did it yeah <laughs> shout out and now we're shout talking. out to deja yeah, shout out to deja hey guys i was on the street today sit my little starbucks and deja uh who is julie's uh she works at the front desk she's my friend she's I a friend she was like her. do you have a podcast i was like Oh, yeah. <laughs> my best friend Jacob was with me, and he was like, oh, hi, Poopy. Sorry, my special cat. Guest. Special guest. Um, Popeye has appeared. Um, he will walk in your laptops. Like, just be careful. I don't That's know why he does that, but all cats do that. They, like, mm. wreak havoc on. I will kick. <laughs> um, but, yeah, shout out to Deja for saying hi, hello to me, and that did boost my ego, and I appreciate it. <laughs> um, Love. But yeah, no, that was our energy with this. It yes. very much was, yeah. should we do this? And then we did it. Yes. And then we did it. Popeye, okay, Popeye. tell us what you think about this episode. Thank you. If you heard little kisses, that was his nose. <laughs> um. Oh, did you, I don't know if you caught this, but he mentions Copenhagen. That's what I wrote! Yes! We, fi- we finally need to go to Ho- Copenhagen uh, cute little, like, my little cute emoji next to it. But, so, like, it shows, like, they for real had to have written three seasons and then proceeded with this because everything intertwines. Everything. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he goes, we need to go to Copenhagen, man. I was like, oh, man. Oh, Papa loves paper. He, you know him in paper bags. (laughs) Sorry, we really, we've never had cat problems. (gasps) Hold on. I know this is going to be so annoying, but I am going to feed you real quick because you'll get out of our hair if I do that. Pause. (laughs) Sorry about that. But yes, they they say they need to go to Copenhagen and it's very, very cute. And I I love that. Finally, 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 they talk about the White Sox. I knew they must have. I was like, they got to talk about the White Sox in here (laughs) because these people are... And... They make fun of Pete for liking the Cubs. I know! I wrote that down! I was like, I live for this. Like, this God. is uh, everything. Because I remember when I was first rewatching it, I was like, I mean, these are Southside White Sox people. For sure. Like, there's no way Richie is not a, a White Sox stand through and through. Yeah. Um, but they finally, yeah, and they're talking about, like, yeah, I knew this. I knew this wasn't a Cubs beef shop, is my note, <laughs> because I was like, there's some White Sox energy up in here. Yeah. So for um, our listeners from Rhode Island or people who don't know, Chicago has two baseball teams, 
And it is very much south side, north side. South side is White Sox, north side is Cubs. But there's some, they're intermixing. My mom's a Cubs fan. We live in the south suburbs, but yeah, White Sox, big. Julie is a Cubs girly. (laughs) I, I say this as if I like sports. Yeah, I say this as if I watch and I don't. Like, no. Jen, I just, like, for me, it's that, um, one, my dad, like, I think I maybe took this from him. I don't know if he gave it to me, but I just have this, like, I love wearing oversized stuff. And so I have this, like, large cub shirt that was my dad's, and it's, like, vintage and I really love it. It's so comfy. But as a kid, I always remembered, like, whenever we went to my grandparents' house that my grandpa would always have a Cubs game playing. And it was Aww. just, like, yeah, it was just, like, a, a homely, like, little nostalgic memory so Mm -hmm. that's why i like the cubs and i'll rep them and stuff not that i'm like a stan i remember when the cubs won the world series my mom's like we need to go to kohl's and get get um (laughs) what yes she's like we need to go to kohl's and you need to get a shirt that's like white cups white cops no not those um (laughs) so tired that the Cubs won the World Series. She's like, we need to the get shirts. W thing. Yeah, she's yeah. like, we need to get shirts now. So yeah. I still have a red V-neck to this day. <laughs> the Cubs. I literally, I mean, I'm sure, like, every every city has their own story of, like, when their team won something big and everyone went. I remember, like, a lot of people not being in school that day because they went to, oh, to the parades. No yeah. one was at school that yeah. day. Yeah, no. Mm-hmm. People... It was it was giving Ferris Bueller. Oh, absolutely, yeah. (laughs) Um, and I know we literally just talked about this, but this is in my notes. Um, anyone who's like watched all the Bear and has watched season two, if you have time, like go back and watch it. If you're watching it with this podcast, like watch it with us chronologically because Mm -hmm. there's just so many details. Like I don't know if you picked up the whole conversation. Hello. Um, I don't know if you picked up on the conversation that Tina and Carmi had about his mom being a psychopath. So, no, I don't think I did. Yeah, so Tina... And I literally just watched it today. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. There's so much detail in this show. You literally have to watch it like three or four times to catch everything. But Tina, or Carmi and Tina are talking, and she said, like, oh, I had this, like, I had this at your house for Christmas one year. And he, like, kind of made a face. And what did he say? I don't know. He was just like, was she, like, a psychopath? And she was just like, obviously. Like, he was talking, like, they were talking about how his mom's crazy. It's like, again, like, you. Damn. You don't, it's the little things that you don't pick up on. But when you watch it again, it's like, oh, yeah. And, like, girl, if you've seen season two, you know that the mom's a psychopath. Yeah. Jamie Lee Curtis, hats off to you. Oh, my goodness. But, um. Do you have any... I don't know what your next notes are. Um, I just wrote that Fack and Richie kill yes! me. Yes! <laughs> That's literally my next note! Cousin Fack are my favorite comic relief. Like, here's my thing. I love Fack. I think he's hilarious. I hate Richie. Richie pisses me off. Like, I... Because when... And, but he's such a great actor for this because when he's on screen or he's doing anything just existing in the show the way that he is... It pisses me off as if I'm there experiencing it because I've experienced men like that. So I'm just yep. like, hats off to him. But him and Fax dynamic is so, so funny. funny when they're fighting and like they get <laughs> physical fights. Like they're just and then <laughs> Carmen like 
to break up the fight is just throwing, throwing cups water of water on them, on them but to also, like break them out of the rhythm how comical the way that the show did it because it's like it's like um oh so i heard that carmy said you're looking for line cooks and then richie's like and then it cuts to black. Like, no conversation, it cuts to black. And then, like, things are going on in the episode. And then it comes back to them just still in the bathroom deliberating this. And Richie's basically doing a mock interview with him. And then it cuts again. And then they just are physically fighting coming out the bathroom. And uh, it's like, what? He's in the mock interview. He goes, why the fuck do I care that you play the keyboard? <laughs> You're applying for a line cook position. I don't care. Um... <laughs> And that was just really funny to me. Oh, my God. Especially because, and again, if you watch season two, their growth together, like, yeah. the last episode yeah. of season two, compared to this episode, it's just, the children are screaming outside. Sorry. Um, <laughs> they're just, like, their fight. Yeah. Like, it, it was just very funny, and them rolling around. So comical. And then, like, back, <laughs> narking on Richie. <sighs> oh, we everything. hate narcs. <laughs> we hate narcs, but like in that moment, <laughs> oh, it was very, I very funny. <gasps> oh, he—he's just, yeah. He again. I said this in episode one. He is all of my male cousins <laughs> rolled into one human being. Like very God. endearing, but funny. But yeah, just mm-hmm. hysterical. Their fight was so funny. Yeah. I also put after that Marcus making the cake. So, like, Marcus was running behind, and he's trying to, like, catch up and make this cake. That stressed me out. When he was mixing it, first of all, all wrong. And then, second of all, way too fast. And it Throwing just... it in the machine. Yeah. Like, like I... Have you ever had, a, like, a big KitchenAid break on you before? No. Because I treat it with love and respect. <laughs> Correct. At Redacted... The culinary side of the kitchen would come and use our 120 ga- quart mixer. So, like, it's to give boy. perspective, I could fit in that bowl. Like, if I squatted down, you could put the bowl over me. They used to make lobster salad in that, and they literally used to fill it so high up that it was coming up around the bowl, and it broke our 120 quart mixer. So then we had to start making, like, our lava cakes in the, like... Have, have you ever used, um, it's like, I don't know if it's just in catering, but it's like, I don't even know how to describe it. It's like walls that come up that's heated and then you pour it out. I don't know if it's for stocks or whatever, but like you, it's like almost like a, oh, a huge, kettle? is it a kettle? Yeah. We use, we use that at Tizzy's. Oh, and then you like pour yes. it. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. 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 Um, we it's use like that. It's like a big bowl. Kind of, yeah. And it heats up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think. Mm-hmm. Um, but we had to use that because culinary. But I've also mm-hmm. um, actually broken a mixer. It's a lot of times it's when you put too much stuff in it. It is like those are meant to hold a certain capacity and stuff. And like also like the way that it is too. It's just like there's how to use a mixer that I guess people don't think about. But you're not supposed to just crank it up to ten. You're supposed to slowly, incrementally, because, like, if you think about it, you go, it's like stepping on the gas in your car. You're not supposed to hit the floor. Yeah. Like, you're supposed to slowly accelerate. Exactly. And, yeah, his his cake process, he was just, like, I've run, but I've been running behind in a bakery before. And, like, the anxiety that you have, you're like, fuck, I need to catch, like, I just need to catch up. Yeah. Um, 
is little life advice for everyone though like in those situations not even just like in this like making a cake and shit like take your time because rather get it done right and get it like be late or something like that than like fuck up like this and then you have nothing to show for it basically Mm -hmm. you know touch your laptop um, and then so this mixer debacle prompts the power to go out. And my next note is, have you ever been working slash in school when the power went out? Like, have you ever been like in oh. yes in the culinary world when yes. the power went out? I've also like been the like recoup person after the power has gone out and everybody's panicking and running around and to have to calm down several people and be like, we're handling it. But yeah, Julie was, <laughs> like, an operations person at our culinary school, so she, yeah. like, yeah, I was gonna say, I asked this question, I was like, I don't know the answer, so yes. Yeah. <laughs> you know, when the power goes out, you just have to figure out what to do. Because, I mean, at JWU, something so big like that, like, basically, the storeroom had, like, was the only thing that was run on a generator, so they were all good. Um, but then, like, obviously, there's all the other fridges and stuff. If you don't know, if your power does go out, just don't open your fridge and freezer. Things will be fine if power goes on within, like, a few hours or something. Just don't open it because you keep all the cool on the inside. Mm-hmm. But, like, I think the thing at school was that people kept freaking opening them. And they're like, oh, we need to put everything on ice. And it's like, just don't touch it. Just don't touch it. Yeah. And yeah. then they, they fast acted in this scenario. They were like, we know a guy who has freezers. Also, why does Pete have so many freezers? but this is when they go to pete's house and they're bringing all the beef there and that's when we figure out that pete's a cubs fan and i love when richie's like well yeah who's the first baseman and he says it and then richie's like fair enough fair literally he's like fair enough (laughs) um but in all capital letters i said pete because in the last episode we really it was an i love pete podcast yeah oh man so sweet he's like I mean, obviously, a lot of people do not respect him, but, like, in, in Carmi's eyes, he's growing, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, it's, like, a funny kind of dig at, like, going to Pete around Sugar, but, like, still, you know? Yeah. When Sugar was like, hmm, so nice that you're here calling yeah. my husband, who you hate. <laughs> yeah. Um, but then it was nice because Carmi was like, I've been going to the meetings, like, yeah. three times a week, which is, like, pretty substan- like pretty significant, yeah. which is oh, yeah. nice. Absolutely. Um, <clears throat> next thing I wrote was, okay, Sydney Slay with the orders. She was, she was going to town. When she was like, oh, the kitchen's done? We're building a fire in the back. I was like, what a girl boss. What an icon. Yes. And to be fair that I like how they talk about catering. Because, like, yeah. catering's a whole different side to the industry. That, like, and I will be the first, I don't know anything, I don't know anything about catering, yeah. but, like, I know it's, like, a whole different process. We have a catering, like, specifics catering class at JWU and mm-hmm. just, like, people who work in catering. It's a lot of prep work and a lot of, like, execution. But yeah. um, you can tell, like, how she just, like, jumped in and saved the day. I was like, my girl, my girl's got it. Yeah. She, like, I, I mean, you could see it. It was on my face and it was on, like, everybody in the kitchen's face when she went, like, um, is the building next door still, like, um, building stuff? Like, are they still under construction or something? And they're like, what are you about to do? And then, yeah, she just bobbed the builder that shit. <laughs> she took a little cinder box and bobbed the builder that shit. <laughs> she just did it. 
Um, yeah, I said outside barbecue moment. Um, just, she really just took over. I guess to my understanding, um, when you're in a kitchen and stuff, you fire things. So it's like, oh, to order and everything. Like, you have your general prep, but you're cooking everything to order. But when you're doing catering, it's a lot more prep because you have to, like... It's like you put in a whole order for a catering event, and then you have to cook all of that for the catering event. So I, I that's probably why she was saying that, and because it's like, we can't let anything go to waste, so we're just going to make all of it into stock and cook everything. And that's yeah, what they did. and that's what they did, and it, yeah. it worked out, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Yeah, it was very, very cool. And you could tell, yeah, show, it shows her, like, talking about it. And then mm-hmm. um, I love, like, one of my favorite parts of the show is I love how they talk about bad days in the kitchen. Mm-hmm. And, like, how, like, like, you can tell, like, when you have a bad day in the kitchen, like, it really gets you and you really get in your head and you can feel it. And I like how Carmi's just like, you're going to have bad days. And that's okay. Yeah. We're all going to have bad days. He yeah. was saying, what, that the day after he, like, got his big award, he, like, almost set fire. He's, there was a, a grease fire, yeah. right? A fire, yeah. Like, a, and he was like, I, for, like, a split second, was like, if this all burns, then all my anxiety comes away. And he was, like, kind of talking to Marcus because Marcus had a bad day with the cakes and being like, you know, if you weren't, like, super on top of it today – it's okay. Yeah. And it's nice to be told that because sometimes it feels like it's not okay. I don't know what it is. I like, I don't, I don't know if it's just like a kitchen thing or if it's just a mental health thing or something, but it's like when something goes wrong in the kitchen, I feel like it's always very all or nothing. Like the world is going to end because I fucked up. And, and I can't why come back is- from it. <laughs> Why is it like that? Yeah. Like, I feel like I'm, like, right now, if, like, I forgot to respond to an email, it's like, oh, okay, sorry. But it's, like, if you forget something, like, it's just, like, it, there's a lot of pressure on you, Mm -hmm. especially the higher you rise up. Yeah, like, you were in charge of making the cakes and you couldn't come through, you know, like. Like, I'm a failure. Yeah. Like, there's not even, like, another option. No. It's just, like, failure. Right. Yeah. that. God. But, yeah, Carmi saying that stuff is, like. It's so helpful to have a mentor like that to just talk to you like that because it's like for me, ha- having like abusive workplaces and stuff like that. I think when I went to work at PF Chang's, um, my manager was also a JWU grad and he was just really really sweet. And I literally remember, and this wasn't in a bad way at all, but he sat us down or he sat me down like when he was hiring me and stuff, and was just like, "Listen, if something ever happens, like." the place will still run. Don't worry about it, you know? Like, if mm-hmm. there's an emergency that comes up, if you're sick or something like that, like, just communicate. The show will go on. You are not, like, it's not all on you, basically, you know? Like, mm-hmm. and that's so nice to feel that pressure, like, off of you and Yes, stuff. that is really nice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Because, yeah. <clears throat> Great mentor moment. Mm-hmm. Exactly, because you don't want to be out of something. You don't have to 86 something, like, and, like, especially if you're a server, people are just fucking mean. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, um, that's nice that your, your, your boss said mm-hmm. that to you. Yeah. Um, and then this is when, when Carmen comes back, he's like, whoa, like, Sydney, you really, like, nice. Like, you, like, did it. And she was like, yeah, yeah. it reminds me of catering. And that's when we find out more about, like, how she started a catering business. They grew too fast. Mm-hmm. And, I don't know, I thought it was just, like, a really important lesson in there. I don't know if you have anything oh, yeah. written down about no, that. No, I mean, I just wrote, like, 
it's sad when she's talking about the failure and stuff. But yeah, I mean, when your business is expanding too fast, it's like, I think sometimes people, and I, I see this a lot, I think, with influencers when they like blow up or something and they're like, oh my gosh, I've made it. Like, I'm going to ride this wave forever. But it's like, no, this is just a moment unless you're actually like funny or like you're good or something like that you know and it like is the same and like people want to follow and like follow through and stuff and so it's like with a business um sure you could blow up for a second but it's like take a second before you expand before you take the next step recoup make sure you have your plans in order make sure you have the funds in order and all that stuff or else sadly stuff like this happens and like you know Mm -hmm. Because, like, we've seen her skill set when it comes to business. Like, we know. And that's also probably why she has some experience. Because she, like, already tried to, like, do her own. Um, I wanted to ask you, because I don't know if you caught it. Mm. Is Sheridan her mom's name? Ooh, I don't remember. I know that the mom comes up at another point. So maybe we'll see. Yeah, we'll have to, like, remember if her mom's name was Sheridan. Yeah, but. Because that's, like, a random name. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Kind of random, sounds but... sounds like a hotel name. The Sheridan. The Sheridan. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, and I love how she was just like, I liked running my own business because it was the first time I didn't have a screaming psychopath behind my back telling me what to do. And, like, I feel like that's, like, for some people, like, that's enough motivation to get them through starting their own business. Yeah. Personally, for me, no. Yeah. I don't want to start my own business. Yeah. But it is nice, like... But that's why a lot of people do want to start because they're like, I just don't want to be under management of. Yeah. And again, especially as, I mean, I can't even speak on this part, but like, I can't even imagine being a person of color woman in the kitchen. Like yeah. that just adds a whole other Way layer to it. Yep. Um. Sure. So I like how she like acknowledged like, oh, it was nice to ha- have a fucking person screaming at me all the time and i'm sure they really were screaming at her all the time Mm -hmm. the episode ends showing um marcus's growth making the little labels out of tape out of uh tape and my last note is mise en place mise en place mise en place place is everything in its place i think it is popular in culinary but in baking like if you're scaling a recipe, you're yeah. scaling it all into little containers and then pouring it into the bowl like how he does. Like, mm-hmm. that's just how, this is how it be, BBG. Yeah. Yep. Um, and so I just like, like, <clears throat> that's just stuff in, I, I mean, I feel like I am a little bit of a broken record, but like other shows don't show that amount of detail when it comes no. to like food yeah. shows. Like, it, it, it's very like flashy, I feel like in a lot of, I'm like trying to think of like food I don't, like, watch a lot of food shows, but I would assume in comparison, like, where the bear is going to show Marcus has the tape lined out on his table and he's writing the labels and using a knife to cut perfect lines and stuff, that in another show, they would probably just show the clips of the containers with the perfect cuts and stuff. Yeah, or not even show the containers. Yeah. Like, that's what I'm saying, like, just, like, they'd just be in the side, and, yeah, I mean, even, like, the details of just, like, Carmi, like, that was, like, a meme, Carmi drinking out of the deli cup, and, like, the back, when he's, like, smoking a cig, like, yeah, yeah, you just, like. that's so real. It's so real. I remember, oh, in my Venoiserie class, we had to make brioche dough every single day. Mm -hmm. Did you ever make the juice? The juice? Oh, Chef Hits. Shout out to my boy. Um, I know. 
but he so like you make brioche every day and it requires lemon zest but just the zest mm-hmm. so you're really like left over with all these like zested lemons but like you still had like the actual lemon and so on the like every like couple days of the class he would have someone squeeze all the lemons and like make just like a lemon orange juice it was delicious and i always volunteered i was like please can i squeeze the lemons yeah and i did like i have oh if i go into my snapchat memories i can find it this huge mound pile of it but we would drink <laughs> it all out of deli cups and it was yeah. just uh, amazing the vibes point in time god mm-hmm. i just put um i love when things come full circle and i feel like this episode was such an open close with sydney because it starts with her like waking up in the middle of the night and like just going in and stuff like that and then the end of the episode is basically that in reverse so she's coming back home talking to her dad for a second going back to bed writing the note in her notebook yeah like that was one day yeah yeah this is this this whole whole episode one day one day yeah and then they do it all over again the next day because there's no days off yep but yeah, I just thought I love. I just love that it's so satisfying to me. So very open and close with her. Mm-hmm. I feel like all the episodes are at that. Like they all mm-hmm. like the thing. Like every single detail matters, even down to my mom. Just the side comment: my mom was a psychopath because later you see how mm-hmm. actually. But she like her. His mom's good at cooking, so yeah. like that's his connection to Carmi or her connection to Carmi. So right. Yes, very very good episode five. Mm-hmm. Um. I'm just saying this now, and I'll leave it in if it's true. We might combine episodes six and seven, because if you've ever watched The Bear, I don't know if we'll have enough material for a whole episode for episode seven, because it's only 20 minutes, and it's took it's in one shot, and they're just yelling the whole time. Ah, wait, um, that's that's, epi- that's episode seven, take out. Oh. It's yeah, a good episode. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'll have to see. We'll have to see because yeah. it might have to be combined because, like, I don't know. Or we just have a shorter episode that week. Yeah. I'm also chill with that. Yeah. Um, the the cinematography in that one. Gracie. Beautiful. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. But also traumatic. Yeah. God, I love this show. Me as well. All right. Well, thank you for listening to episode five of Yash.